This is Frankie De Jesus, and you are listening to Eye of the Storm, Episode 8. that there was no real representation of Wildstorm in the podcast arena. So I took it up on myself to make a Wildstorm-based podcast. But, as uh, time went on, and for a variety of reasons I won't get into, uh, the time between my episodes became longer and longer. And what happened to show is what I've heard on another show called iPod Faded. And basically my show just kept getting longer and longer between episodes. I basically became the Jim Lee of podcasts. You see what I did there? Jim Lee, Wildstorm? Anyway, anyway. When I first came up with the show, uh, the design of the show was basically the same as other podcasts such as Raging Bullets. Or Marvel Noise. I was basically trying to copy their format. You know, where I was going to have all these different segments focusing on different aspects of Wildstorm. And this would be in all in one episode. But I can't do that anymore. So basically what I'm doing is I'm going to redesign the show a little bit. I'll still have the segments I came up with. But I won't have them all in one show. Uh, basically, to help me release these shows on a more timely manner, I'm basically going to spread the segments across. So one segment will be one show. So one show will be reviews. Another show will be a character spotlight. Uh, another show will be the solicits, solicitations for the coming months. And another show will be about news or what have you, or I'll create a new segment for a new show. I would like to thank Derek Coward of comicbooknoise.com for being patient with me and for helping me host this show still. Also, I'd like to thank people who still listen to this show after all this time. I appreciate it. I appreciate your support and your followership. Also appreciate a few people who actually left comments on the website, which is eyeofthestormpodcast.blogspot.com. Uh, your comments are appreciated and welcomed, and I truly appreciate the support, guys. Truly do. And an iTunes review. I got an iTunes review. That's pretty cool. Now, on to this show. All right, Chad. Let's get wild. <laughs> Uh, this episode is going to be focusing on the solicitations for the titles of for Wildstorm's titles that are coming out in August of 2009. Oh, and before we move on, I actually like to say that I'm actually going to be doing another show. I know the nerve, right? 
doing another show can't even keep up with this one but I'm not going to talk about it now I'll talk about it after I go over the solicitations so you guys got to come back that's a tease see I'm learning I'm learning this broadcasting you see that alright on with the show wow. this is the solicitations of the wild store comic books coming out in August of 2009 I'm reading this off for the previews, June edition. First up, we have one of my most favorite titles right now. It is The Authority, issue 13, written by Dan Abnett and Andy Lanny, famously known as DNA. Art and cover by Simon Kolebi and Cliff Rath Rathburn. Rathburn. Something like that. The slit reads, Kazen Gamoro has become a scourge of World's End. Possessing the bulk of the working technology on the planet, he hungers for more, however, and is willing to destroy any in his path to acquire it. He sets his sight on the carrier, and authority have a fight on their hands they might not be able to win. Dun dun dun. I will be getting that. Next up is Gen 13, issue 31, inverted 13. Written by Scott Beatty, art and beautiful cover by Mike Huddleston. The slit reads, with Gen 14 on one side and the Fierce Myths on the other, Gen 13 is stuck in the middle of a fight for their lives. Who will live? Who will die? The answers may surprise you as the kids finally reach the end of the road on their long journey across a post-apocalyptic landscape of World's End. Hmm. Funny. That's what reads kind of like a final issue um, comic. But it doesn't say final issue in the soul lit at all. So I'm curious as to where this will go in the future. Next we have one of my another one of my favorites uh, Wildcats issue 14 written by Christos Gage art by Sean Mole and Drew Garacy covered by Ryan Souk another beautiful cover the solid reads the team up event of World's End continues as Team 7 and the Wildcats hunt Tao but will they be ready for the fight when they find him. He's been preparing for this moment for quite some time. And when the gloves come off, it'll be a battle to the death. Dun, dun, dun. Definitely we'll be getting that. Next up, we have James Robinson's Complete Wildcats Trade Paperback. Written, of course, by James Robinson. Art by Travis Charest, or Charis, Jim Lee, Barry Windsor Smith, Rich Johnson, and others. Covered by Travis Charest. And the soul it reads, James Robinson's defining run on Wildcats is collected in a single volume. Spotlighting his 1990s issues collecting Wildcats issues 15 through 20, Wildstorm Rising 1, Wildcats Annual 1 and Team 1 Wildcats 1 and 2. 
it's another book I'll definitely be getting. These next two solids, I, I really have to catch up on reading those, um, those titles. I've been doing them in trade format and just kind of laxed off on them for a while. There's just so much to read. First of the two, we have Astro City, The Dark Age Book 3, Issue 4. Written by Kurt Busiek, art by Brent Anderson, cover by Alex Ross. The solid reads, as the world faces cosmic annihilation, Charles and Royal's mission of revenge, of vengeance, takes them into the heart of the danger. Will they get their revenge? And what price will they pay? Featuring Honor Guard, the Silver Agent, the First Family, the Omega Rangers, and more in a destructive showdown that could tear Astro City and the Williams Brothers apart. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Next we have Ex Machina, issue 44. Written by Brian K. Vaughn. Art by Tony Harris and Jim Clark. Cover by Tony Harris. The Solit reads, Risking everything Mayor Hundred descends into the sewers of New York City to finally learn why he was given the strange powers that helped him become the super heroic Great Machine. Um, this next one, I, I don't know. It might not be for me. Um, I don't know why they're doing it. Um, just not my cup of tea. I'll try the first issue and see if I could get into it. I've heard good things about the writer. And the art looks pretty good. Um, I'm talking about, of course, is Free Realms. A new 12-issue series from Wildstorm and Sony. Based on the new MMORPG. Uh, the Solit reads, Sony teams with Wildstorm and best-selling fantasy author J.S. Lewis, author of the Grey Griffith Griffins series, for an exciting adaption of Free Realms, their new MMORPG. This 12-issue series mirrors the non-stop action of the game, offering exciting adventures, battles with vicious monsters, and of course, the lore of gorgeous fairies. <laughs> what? Uh, the story begins when a young boy is, abduct is abducted and dragged into a darkened forest teeming with twisted monsters. It's up to a relic hunter and a pixie to save him. But their mission is cut short when a horde of troll-like creatures captures them. So, the soul lit in, um, has me interested. I'll, I'll admit that much. So I'll definitely be getting this first issue. This next up is, I guess, my pick of the Solits, you would say, I guess. Um, it's called Red Herring, written by David Tishman, art by Philip Bond and David Hahn, covered by Philip Bond. Uh, the Solit reads, Red Herring will stop at nothing to halt a global conspiracy of invading aliens. And big business, and big businessmen, and he is convinced the MacGuffin's near-death experience and dirty 
little secret affair with a U.S. congressman is the key to his revenge. There are no coincidences. Nothing happens by accident. From creator David Tishman, writer of Bike Club and Greatest Hits, and Philip Bond, artist of Kill Your Boyfriend and Veneranum, Vimanarama, Venamla, whatever. Red Herring is a dangerous six-issue miniseries that puts the con back in conspiracy. Vimanarama. Why can I say that? Vim, Vimanarama. I guess. What? <laughs> um. This series. Uh, this series looks very interesting. Uh, it looks to be like one of those where you think you know what's going on, but you have no idea. Definitely going to be my pick of the month when that comes out. Next up, we have Gears of War, book one hardcover. The writer is Joshua Ortega, art by Liam Sharp. Uh, the soul it reads, the best-selling video game franchise arrives with a blast. This story bridges the gap between the light mass bombing at the end of the first Gears of War game and the start of the second game. Follow the brutal adventures of Marcus Phoenix and Delta Squad in their battle against the Locust in this new collection of Gears of War. Issues 1 through 6. I believe because I've heard great things about this series. But I believe the only reason my interest is not peaked is because I've never played the game. I have a Wii. <laughs> I don't have the PS3 yet or the Xbox 360. So I think, is this just for Xbox? I'm not even sure. But I don't have those systems yet. I'm working on it. Uh, when I do, I'll play the first one, then the second one. But basically, uh, my interest is peaked based on the criticism. Uh, I've heard good things about it. So I, I may pick up this hardcover. It's six issues for $20. A hardcover, that's not that's not bad, actually. So I may get this. Next, we have Gears of War, the series, continuing. Issue 10, written by Mike Caps and Joshua Ortega. Art and cover by Liam Sharp. The Solit reads... Delta has located survivors from the Delane Massacre, and it's a motley, motley crew with, filled with far more people than expected. With an anticipated locust attack, does Delta have the firepower to hold out until help arrives? Further exploring the world of the sensational hit video game. Sell, sell, sell! This next one I'm getting solely based on the fact that I'm a fan of the writer and I'm a fan of the artist. It's Killapalooza issue 4. Written by Adam Beechin. Art and cover by Trevor Harrison. Harrison. Whatever. And the soul it reads, With their manager held hostage by a face from their past, tensions among the band members are on the rise. And the countdown to the concert of the year is on as the clap come one deadly step closer 
to learning the identity of their rivals for a million, multi-million dollar assassination payday. Nice. Next up, we have another video game tie-in. Uh, prototype number five. Written by Justin Gray and Jimmy Palmati. Oh, Palmiati. Art and cover by Derek Robertson and Matt Jacobs. The so it reads, the highly anticipated comic spinning out of the game prototype continues. The New York homicide detectives have been pushed to the brink and realize they may not come out of this alive. In fact, the entire human race faces extinction. Terror abounds in this bloody action thriller as we ramp up to the exciting conclusion to this post-pounding issue. Uh, next up, we have the sequel to Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash, called Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash, The Nightmare Warriors, Issue 3. I like that. Kind of a play on the Dream Warriors movie that came out way back when. Written by Jeff Katz and James Kothoric. Kohoric. Kohoric. Art by Jason Craig. Cover by... Shane Davis and Sandra Hope. The soul it reads, Freddy Krueger has become one of the one with the Necrocomicon, Necronomicon, and he has the full power of the book at his disposal, including, including, including control of the Deadites. Making a Faustian bargain with Jason Voorhees, Freddy promises to return everything he's lost if Jason will be the general of Freddy's army. Will Washington DC fall to such nefarious foe? Who could possibly stand against such forces? Ash Williams and Tommy Jarvis aim to find out. Dum -dum -dum. Next up we have North 40 issue 2 written by Aaron Williams are in cover by Fiona Staples. The soul it reads, as Conover County continues to transform into a supernatural sanitarium, the inmates flex their newfound muscles. David Adelhole, now able to toss pickup trucks, and his kin begin to claim territory, as well as hostages. Wyatt, discovering strange new powers of his own, is confronted by enemies from school. Enemies that can now call on unnatural energies. And Alicia continues her crash course in being a witch. It's an apprenticeship apprenticeship that ally, that allies her with Sheriff Morgan, who has reason to believe Conover hasn't yet seen the worst of this mess. Created by Aaron Williams, writer of PS two thirty eight and the Nodwick Chronicles and Fiona Staples, artist of Secret History of the Authority, Hawksmoor. I definitely will be picking that one up. Uh, truly am interested in that. Looks very exciting. Next, we have a book I'm definitely getting since I can't find my issues. It is Sleeper Season 2 Trade Paperback, written by Ed Brubaker. Art and cover by Sean Phillips. The soul it reads. 
it's the final sleeper collection from the team of Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, creators of Criminal. While spymaster John Lynch slept in a coma, his protege Holden Carver was trapped undercover. Now that his star has risen in criminal mastermind Tiles organization, Carver is shocked by the news that Lynch is awake. Torn between new loyalties and his original mission, Carver must decide whose side he's really on, and if they're on his. The collection features Sleeper Season 2 Issues 1 through 12, the full second year of the critically acclaimed series by Brubaker and Phillips, plus the never-before-collected prequel story from Coup d'etat afterward. Next we have Push Trade Paperback. Written by Mark Bernardin and Adam Freeman. Art by Bruno Redondo and Aaron Manier. Cover by Jock. Collecting the six issue miniseries prequel to the hit movie Push. I didn't see that movie yet. Uh, it looked interesting. I just haven't seen it yet. The soul it reads uh, A secret war is about to begin. Fought on battlefields, obscuring, obscured in shadow, and the weapons in this new conflict will be the human mind. Enter, enter Agent Ezra Lowe, an operative in division, trained from an early age in psychic warfare, until one mission goes horribly wrong. Um, next we have World of Warcraft. Number 22, written by Walter and Luis Simonson, art by Mark Bowden, covered by, excuse me, Mike Bowden, covered by Mike Bowden and Tony Washington. The new Council of Terrorists Fall is formed. Med Ann keeps Merrill's possession a secret. Murad acts on his vision, but what does it have to do with Valera? Valera. Next we have StarCraft issue 4, written by Simon Furman of Transformers fame, I believe. Art by Federico Delaccio and Brian Denham. Cover by Federico Delaccio. Variant covered by Sean Moe and Sandra Hope. The war pigs are getting closer and closer to hunting down renegade marshal Jim Rayner. No relation to Kyle Rayner. But obstacles and internal conflict continue to muddle the mission's waters. Far from gentle giant Turfa Die confronts the ghost of his past while the team faces off against present day ghosts. The Dominion's elite and deadly psychic troopers. And that's it for the Solits for the comic books coming out in August. Now, it's time for what you've all been waiting for. The announcement of my new show. It's going to be called Through the Bleed. And 
it's gonna still be Wildstorm related ish uh, if you know your Wildstorm lore you know the bleed is the pathway between universes so the title kind of indicates what I'm going to be talking about a little bit um, basically I'm going to be talking about each episode all the crossovers that Wildstorm has had with um, other companies such as Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, Image, um, the Top Cow and basically just give like a go over what happens at each issue and give a little annotation it's gonna be kinda if you listen to the show Tom versus Flash-ish um, maybe not as good <laughs> Um, I came up with it because I was going through my collection. I noticed I have basically almost all the crossovers that Wildstorm has had. I love crossovers. Love them. You get the best of both companies in one book. You, you gotta love them. Can't hate them. Even if they suck, they're beautiful. Uh, so that's basically what my new show is going to be. Um, as to when it's coming out, I don't know yet. I am working on it. I'm preparing it. Um, it's going to be short shows. You know, kind of like this one. You know, don't expect it to be more than 30 minutes. Most likely, they'll be 20 minutes each. Um, and they'll be for your pleasure. Ribbed, too. And that's it. Also, you can contact the show by calling the comment line at 914 595 Six six two nine. You can email me at eye of the storm podcast at gmail dot com, or email me at Frankie de Jesus at gmail dot com. And when I have a forum set up, you'll be able to contact me through the forum as well. And remember to keep your eye on the storm. <laughs>